what do you do if your DHEAs are high, although the sonography shows no PCOS? If you don't have cysts on your ovaries, they say that PCOS really needs to be renamed because you don't technically need to have cysts on your ovaries to have polycystic ovarian syndrome. Ironic, right? If you're tired of your hormonal symptoms, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Balance Your Hormones podcast. This podcast is to inspire you to learn about your health and take back control, empowering you with the tools to listen to and nourish your body. True health doesn't come from quick fixes. It comes from the choices you make every day. So get ready for some truth bombs and welcome to a community of women on this journey together. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be answering another question from the Instagram poll that I put up asking you guys what you would like to learn about or any questions that you had about your health. And I have received quite a few questions about DHEAs, which um, I think they're becoming more and more known in the last year or so, um, whereas a couple of years ago, no one had really heard much about them. Um, and maybe you still don't know what DHEAs are, and that is totally fine. That's what this episode is for. Um, so the specific question is, what do you do if your DHEAs are high, although the sonography shows no P PCOS? So D the reason why DHEAs have anything to do with PCOS basically is because DHEAs are androgens and androgens are the collective term for male hormones, basically the easy way to put it. So testosterone is a type of androgen basically. And when you think about androgens, it's things that, you know, do all the things that testosterone does. The foundational, um, purpose of testosterone in males and females is to help with healthy, strong bones and muscles. So it's really important in development and also just in maintaining our health and women and men both need it. However, levels are higher in men, which also contributes towards their deeper voice, their um, increased hair growth, their, I mean, this is why I'm all for equality feminism over here, all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, in sports, men just have more testosterone. So they just have stronger bones and stronger muscles. Obviously there's exceptions to that, but that's why, you know, even though I'm so, so for equality, um, there are situations where men are just going to be more fit or better. You know what I mean, right? It's just biology. Um, and that you can't deny that it is what it is. So, all of those things. Also testosterone, the reason why it links to um, acne as well, and these are all like characteristic of PCOS, um, is that testosterone increases the sebum in your sebaceous glands, in your pores of your face. So, and all around your body really. So it increases the oil, the sebum, and therefore you're more likely to get acne. So that's how it all kind of links towards those um, PCOS characteristics and symptoms. Um, if you don't have cysts on your ovaries, they say that PCOS really needs to be renamed because you don't technically need to have cysts on your ovaries to have polycystic ovarian syndrome. Ironic, right? But according to the Rotterdam criteria, you need to meet two out of the three criteria to have PCOS. The first criteria is high androgens be that DHEAs or testosterone. 
um, which if this person has high DHEAs, then they have. The second one is irregular periods or anovulatory cycles, which basically means that your periods aren't regular or you're not ovulating. Um, and then the third one is ovarian cysts. So even if you don't have ovarian cysts, you can still have the first two criteria, which means that technically you meet the criteria for having PCOS. And that's why PCOS is called a syndrome rather than a disease, because there are lots of different presentations of it. Um, but then there's also lots of similarities, like majority of women with PCOS will have insulin resistance um, to some degree. And you know, all of that, the characteristics of high testosterone levels, such as acne and hair growth and, and those kind of things. So what I would say to this person is just because you didn't see cysts on your ovaries, technically doesn't mean that you don't qualify for PCOS or for a diagnosis. Um, so that's point number one. Also important to note though, when addressing this type of PCOS is that DHEAs are produced by the adrenal glands. So if you have PCOS and it's your DHEAs that are high, more so than just your general testosterone, immediately what that says to me is stress is one of your root causes. <laughs> and women hate hearing this because they're like, surely it has to be more than just stress. And likely it is, you can have more than one root cause. However, if your DHEAs are high, there's no doubt about it. You need to address your stress and you need to do it really well. I'm talking about not just bubble baths and candles. You need to go deep and look at what is causing you anxiety and stress and all of that kind of thing. So it is a lot of mental health work that needs to be done um, in order to genuinely lower your cortisol levels and um, improve your stress. So that is what I would recommend to this person. That is a little kind of behind the scenes on PCOS and what role DHEAs play in it. If they're just another androgen basically contributing to the condition. Um, and yeah, if your DHEAs are high, even if your testosterone is high as well, if DHEAs are high, then stress is going to be a big root cause for you. So if you would like to explore a little bit more around your root cause, or even if you are confident, yep, you're right, stress is probably the root cause for me. And you wanna learn how to then balance those hormones so that you can clear your PCOS symptoms, have regular cycles, clear your acne, clear um, or reduce your excessive hair growth or hair loss, all of those type of things, then that is what the Balance Your Hormones program is for. So I highly recommend that you check that one out because we really go through the whole holistic puzzle of what it means to be healthy and how to genuinely um, balance your hormones within. And it's not common sense. You know, society has what looks healthy all messed up. It's what genuinely nourishes your body. And it's the foundations of nutrition and gut health and stress management, exercise, all of that, that women are just not taught otherwise. So don't go into the course thinking that it's just going to be a bunch of fluff absolutely not. I, you know, have a science degree. I don't do fluff. I do scientific evidence and results. So if that is something that you feel like you might benefit from, then I encourage you to send me a DM on Instagram. Let's chat. You know, if you're not going to benefit from it, then I don't like, I'm not phased if you don't want to go into the course. Um, but let's just chat because my mission here is really to educate more women around the world to improve their health and take control and feel empowered um, and doing that by learning how to listen to their bodies and knowing what is best for their bodies. So regardless of whether you join the program or not, I would still love to chat with you and just 
you know, hear what's going on for you in the DMs and see how I might be able to help you. Or even if you just listen to the podcast, watch the YouTube and do all of that to help you on your journey, that is totally fine with me. Um, also, another recommendation I have is I have a free Clear Your Symptoms ebook down below that will teach you the exact steps that you need in order to balance your hormones. Um, so that is like the place where I recommend everybody starts. So if you haven't downloaded that one, then please make sure that you do. If you are really serious about getting rid of these symptoms and getting on top of your health, that one is a must read. It's only like 20 something pages, I think. Um, but all of the information is so, so important in there. So yeah, make sure that you do that one. Um, if you have any other questions or anything else that you would love me to cover on the podcast, also make sure to reach out to me on the Balance Your Hormones Instagram page. I'll leave all of the links to everything that you might be interested in below. And yeah, I will chat to you more on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and want to continue learning more, check out the links in the description. I'm also giving away an Amazon gift card every week to one lucky listener, and your chances are pretty high as this podcast is still small. To be in the draw, all you have to do is help me on my mission to reach more women and educate them on how they too can improve their health by taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories. Make sure to tag both Madison Don't and Balance Your Hormones with an underscore at the end so that I can see it and add you into the draw each week to win a $10 gift card. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss future episodes. And I really love hearing from you. So if this episode resonated with you, please let me know by giving the podcast a review and sending me a message on the Balance Your Hormones Instagram. In the meantime, have a beautiful day and remember that you are in control and you deserve to feel good. This was not a good stay. Gotta, gotta go on way. Cause I do what I do. And it's time for something new, yeah Gotta know when I let go Gotta know when I let go Gotta know when I let go Sometimes giving up can make it grow Can make it grow Can make it grow